0: Welcome to the Therapy Thoughts Podcast. This is Tiffany Rowe. I'm a clinical mental health counselor and psychology teacher in Utah, and I want to change the mental health game. The Therapy Thoughts Podcast is all about breaking down therapy related topics and making mental health information easy to understand and super accessible. So, join me for quick and direct educational episodes and some deeper dives with experts from around the world. Together, we are going to break down stigma. We're going to help each other make peace with mind, body, and food. We're going to make therapy cool and invest time in our mental health. Let's do it here, one therapy thought at a time. Therapy thoughts. What's up, everybody? This is season four. I mean, shoot, before we jump in, let's acknowledge that we made it uh this this has been no joke right we got through 2020 2021's here we are in a new year and i got some new therapy thoughts for you i want to jump right into validation i got to be honest sometimes i'm shocked at what i haven't talked about on the podcast like how have i not talked about validation this is my jam you know i got a couple books in my mind and this is one of them so here we go let's talk about validation this is a podcast you can listen to again and again This is your one-stop shop to learn how to validate what it is, how to do it, what not to do. And I want you to share this one, share it with your partner, your family members, your friends, like this is a skill no one is taught. I learned how to validate in grad school, becoming a therapist. And that is a shame because we should learn this skill in grade school. Just like everything I talk about on this podcast, I wish mental health education was better. So let's go to class. Let's do this. Let's learn. We are talking about validation and toxic positivity. So emotional validation is a process. When you validate someone's emotions, what you are doing is learning about their emotions, trying to understand and express acceptance of someone's emotional experience. We distinguish emotional validation from emotional invalidation or toxic positivity because emotional invalidation and toxic positivity looks at someone's emotional experience and minimizes it, rejects it, ignores it, or judges it. Whereas emotional validation looks at someone's emotional experience and says, that is important. Now, let us let me cover the questions you already have because I know you have them. People's emotional experiences are important, period. People's emotional experiences matter, period. They are important and they matter even if you don't agree. So let's get over the hump. Validation does not mean agreement. Validation does not mean you like it. Validation does not mean you want it or support it or believe it or think it's true. You do not have to understand to validate someone, but the process of validation is seeking to understand emotions because emotions are important information. And whether or not you understand them, like them, agree, they are real. So what I always say is emotions can be valid. That doesn't make them true. They're true in the sense that they exist, so we're not trying to be delusional here and deny reality. But what we're saying is it doesn't mean it's cold, hard, universal, unchanging fact. It's moving. It's fluid. So even if you don't like that, we we still want to validate this is here. I am acknowledging something. This is important. This is happening. What it doesn't mean is you're consenting or on board with whatever feeling is showing up for yourself or someone else. Validation doesn't mean that you have to agree with whatever the feeling is. And it doesn't mean that the other person's experience even makes sense to you. It doesn't have to make sense to be valid because it is there whether you like it or not. Even if you hate it, it's still happening right? Therefore, it is valid. It is present. So validation doesn't mean something is truth. It means acknowledging someone's emotional experience, including your own. We acknowledge it. This is happening. This is important. And we're seeking to understand. Validation is not about just rolling over. It's not about lying. It's not about denying your own reality. It's not about self-betrayal. It's not about agreeing. It is about accepting someone else's internal experience as valid. Someone else's internal emotional experience is important. And it's acknowledging that the emotional experience is happening and that it is understandable, even if it doesn't make sense to you and you don't like it. That's validation. It is the skill. If I can teach you anything, I hope you learn how to validate. Because it is the cornerstone of mental health. If you are unwilling to validate your own emotional experience, do you know what's going to happen? You will not be able to feel deal-heal. If you are living in a world inside of your head that says what I feel is wrong, what I think is wrong, what's going on is wrong, I am bad, you are going to be stuck in shame. You will be unable to access feeling and process and cope. So validation to me is really honesty about what is happening. I am sad. And what we're trying to do is to say, I am sad and that's valid and I can see that. I can acknowledge that. That is important, and here's why. Because the cool paradox is by feeling our emotions, they can pass. But the reason I need to create this podcast episode is because we all suck at this, and I'm going to talk about why we suck at this. Toxic positivity and invalidation. So toxic positivity is kind of this whole good vibes only mentality. Toxic positivity is this belief that really it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. You got to have a positive mindset. Stay optimistic, good vibes, like twist it to that positive. See the good. Now, listen, the bottom line is we do this not because we're enlightened and we believe in positivity. We are adopt invalidation and toxic positivity because we do not want to sit with others discomfort because it makes us uncomfortable. So let me say that again. Why do we invalidate people and why do we play into toxic positivity? We don't want to sit with others discomfort because that makes us uncomfortable. So what's better in our mindset and in our culture is instead of holding space for you and validating you, I'm gonna make it better. I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna solve it. Let's move on quickly. Let's just be happy. Don't feel feelings. Shoot. Capitalism. Let's make money faster. Effective. Move on. I don't have time with this. There's so many negative mental health consequences with this approach. Toxic positivity, bottom line is ineffective. Hey, if that worked, clearly I would be telling you to do that because I want you to have kick-ass mental health. But the problem is invalidation and this this ruthless dedication to positivity is ineffective. It doesn't work. It invalidates a very super normal human experience. Humans have emotions. Humans experience pain. No one is always positive. Okay. And when we downplay this human experience, and we over-focus on happiness and optimism, and we're not allowing the nuance of humanity, we're actually not getting the outcome we're hoping with po- toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is overgeneralizing the positive, and it minimizes and denies or invalidates the natural suck that comes with being human. So the problem with this is the paradox. The paradox is by suppressing uncomfortable emotions and invalidating people, we're not creating positive vibes. We are suppressing an important piece of the human experience. Isn't it a good thing to be positive and vibing? Sure. But listen to what I'm saying. Over generalizing that, a PMA, positive mental attitude, be optimistic, mindset, mindset, mindset. There's a time and place for that. But if it comes at the expense of someone's real experience and the validity of their emotion, that minimization is dehumanizing. That is not going to give us a positive vibe, good outcome. It is denying a human's emotional experience. It is the opposite of feeling, dealing, healing. It's fixing, suppressing, ignoring. You know what that creates? That creates shame. That internalizes shame. Well, what's wrong with me? Why do I feel that? How come I don't feel that way? Maybe if I just work harder. Listen, that's just not reality as a human. We all have complex emotions. And if we can befriend them and see them and roll with them and accept them, that's the paradox is that's going to help you be positive and optimistic and vibe out. But this suppression and ignoring will not. So, Here we go. Let me give you some really specific examples of invalidation. Now, you might feel defensive when I say some of these, but I'm telling you, I made this list because I've said them, I've heard them. I've been a therapist for over a decade and I've been taking notes like, what doesn't work and what hurts my clients and what creates disconnect? And so many of these are good intentioned. I don't think a single one of us has bad intentions when we are invalidating emotions or bringing those hardcore toxic positive vibes. We want to help somebody, but that's why I got to do this podcast to let you know, actually, we might be causing more harm. So this is just the facts. Here's what it sounds like. If you're invalidating someone, it could be, it could start off with the word at least. Well, at least you're alive, (laughs) right? Like someone gets in a freaking car wreck. Well, at least it wasn't worse. It's invalidating. Look at the bright side. It could be worse. Well, you're lucky. It must be nice. Just be positive. Well, thank goodness for this. Well, you don't need to feel that way. Don't think that. You're overreacting. You're too sensitive. Don't be so emotional. Emotional responses won't help. You need to be more logical. Don't cry. This is going to get better. Don't feel that you're being crazy. That's just because you're a teenager. That's just because you're PMSing. Be seen and not heard. Oh, well, they're in a better place. You should be so grateful. Aren't you happy? Families can be together forever. Just push that away. Don't focus on that. Ignore it. And then here's one I think is going to be really controversial. And I'm not saying this is always the case, but I think this can be invalidating well, what can I do to help you? Okay. So my job exists because we don't validate people. Uh, It's a core counseling skill because it's the key to safety and safety in relationships is the key to trust. A trusting safe relationship is the foundation that therapy is built upon and the foundation that all relationships are built upon. Hence therapy is a microcosm of relationships in the real world. This can't happen without validation. Invalidation is inherently unsafe because it's saying what you are going through is wrong. It's bad. Stop it. Get rid of it. And this creates shame and disconnect to self. So bottom line, validation boils down to being okay feeling we don't want to feel uncomfortable. We don't want to feel yucky. We don't want to feel, you know, distress. And therefore we shut down our own feelings and we shut down others. And this is culturally reinforced. It's culturally reinforced in the workplace, but validating ourselves and others boils down to being okay feeling. And if you're listening to my podcast, I think you're about that work. So here's some ways to replace invalidation and toxic positivity with validation. I'll give you some specific examples. So if someone says, well, at least it's not this, that's invalidation. I want you to instead say, your struggle is hard. If someone says, look at the bright side, that's invalidation. Replace that instead with, this is painful. If someone says it could be worse, that's valid that's invalidation. Replace that with "This sucks." If someone invalidates saying you're overreacting, let's replace that with a validating statement like, that actually makes sense because. If someone invalidates with "You're too sensitive, let's replace that with your feelings matter." If invalidation is spoken with, emotional responses won't help. Let's replace that with, your emotions are important. If someone says this, which we've all said and have good intentions, but I want to critically think here, it will get better. What if we say, this hurts right now? See, there's nuance and a lot of trickiness here. If someone's grieving and hurting and you've been through it, it's true, right? It does. It does get better, whatever that means. I mean, you've heard me talk about grief. So we're not lying. We want to help somebody, but what's more validating is to say this freaking hurts right now, to really be with someone and to say what you're feeling matters and not trying to make them see the bright side or say, "Well, it's okay if it sucks as long as it gets better. Like, what if it didn't get better? What if it got worse? What if we just sat with people where they were and said, this freaking sucks. This hurts. This is hard. Like I'm not going to ignore you. Like I'm here for this. I'm here for you. I want to understand. Deep thoughts, therapy thoughts. Here's a good rule of thumb for validation hack. Ask questions instead of offering solutions. I could be even more specific. Ask questions instead of offering prayers. Pay attention to what's happening in your body when I say this. I'm not dissing praying. I'm not dissing solutions. There's This all matters. But if we're really trying to flex validation skills, you also have to create space to just sit with others' discomfort without trying to make it better. So I want you to consider how that feels for you. Why is that difficult? Why is that hard? Why don't you want to do that? What's going through your head? Think about your conditioning from your culture, your upbringing, your family, your temperament, style, what you've learned about emotions. Ask questions instead of offering solutions. This is a hack to help you get deeper and more connected and more validating. Now, I gave you examples of toxic positivity and invalidating statements. Let me give you some examples of validating statements. And if you want to pause and write these down and keep notes, that's okay. Like, you know how we learn any education or new language. We have to practice. So if you parrot me, I give you permission to do that. If you hear a couple of these and you think, ooh, that's good, I'm going to try that, I need to learn validation, good because then you're going to find your own voice. And with repetition, you're going to authentically and genuinely learn how to validate. This is a skill. You're not going to learn it just from listening to one podcast episode. It's going to develop through consistent effort and repetition. So you're going to practice within your social circle, practice within your family. So try out some of these validating statements. I hear you. This sounds really important. That's so hard. That's so painful. That's so scary. Uncertainty is difficult. Your frustration is valid. This really sucks. It's okay to feel this way. I understand you're having a difficult time today. I can see why you feel the way you feel it is really difficult. I might even feel the same way if I were in your shoes. You're not alone. Try some of these. And now let's take it a little bit deeper. These are my three steps to validation. So how to validate in three steps. Step one, you have to be present with someone and reflectively listen. So this means you're going to be with somebody, be open and curious about what someone's feeling, and then reflect back what you hear them sharing. So let's say you see a family member and they're kind of sharing a lot of hard things they're going through. They're listing off a lot of different things that are struggling in life. Gosh, I lost my job. My kids just left the church I raised them in. I've been sick. Things are so hard. I'm so frustrated. Now, what I want you to do is to be present and reflect what you hear. This is step one. Okay. So dang, you lost your job and your kids left the church and you've been sick. So you are present enough and following the conversation and you're reflecting back what you hear. I heard you. And this also gives someone a chance to really be seen and heard or to correct you if you misheard. I'm listening. I am with you. I'm curious. I'm open. I'm going to reflect back what I just heard. Okay, step one. Step two is offer empathy. What I want you to try to do here is to try and understand their emotional experience. And you might have to guess here. There might be some guesswork or you might be reflecting On emotions you've had, right? Like, isn't that what empathy is? This commonly shared emotional experience. So, not necessarily like, oh, well, you know, I've been sick, so I know how you're feeling. That's not empathy. What I want you to do is to try and understand their emotional experience and try to guess what it might be like that they're going through. What is it like for them and reflect that to them? Like, dang. That sounds so overwhelming and so hard. I imagine that's a lot to go through all at once. You must feel overwhelmed. Super burnout. Offering empathy gives a chance to connect deeper. So at this point, you're present. You're reflectively listening. You're telling them what you hear. You're giving them empathy and trying to understand what their emotional experience is. You're trying to guess and, and, and really zoom into what they're going through. And if you miss the mark, they'll correct you. And that's cool. Like, okay, wow. Okay. So it's actually different than that. Thanks. Step three, normalize their emotions. Okay. We want to display that their emotional experience matters. So we're normalizing this. And one hack, one of my favorite hacks is to do this by saying because instead of but so so many times with toxic positivity and invalidation we use the word but to try to make someone feel better or change it into something different so instead of saying it's upsetting like yeah this is hard but you should be grateful for what you have right like how many of us have said that let's instead normalize their emotion, display their emotion matters by using the word because it's upsetting and hard because things aren't going the way you imagined. Your feeling is valid because it's valid because this isn't what you thought because you raised your kids in the church and they left because you don't have time to get sick. Because losing your job in this economy is terrifying. So no wonder you feel so overwhelmed. So the three steps, be present, reflectively listen. That's step one. Step two is offer empathy, trying to understand their experience. And step three is normalize their emotions. Use because, not but. If you want to dive deeper into validation, Marsha Linehan, who is the creator of dialectical behavior therapy. She speaks specifically to using validation for loved ones with borderline personality disorder. And she has identified six levels of validation that are important to help you practice validating others. I just wanted to give you my three. Those are the three that I've condensed and created through my experience. But if you're like, Ooh, this is cool. And I want to read more about it. Just Google Marsha Linehan and her six levels of validation I'll name them really quick, but I'm not going to talk about them. Step one is being present. Step two, accurate reflection. Step three, reading someone's behavior. Step four, understanding someone's behavior in context of their experience. Step five, recognizing emotional reactions. And step six, radical genuineness. Um, It's more in depth, and you can learn more about this if you're like, dang, I love this validation stuff. So, the last thing I'll say on this podcast why are we doing this? Why validate? Why the validation cure, as I call it? I call this the validation cure because it is truly what we all need. I do not think we can successfully feel, deal, heal, achieve mental wellness if we are not willing to validate emotion and saying it's okay to feel this for ourselves or others. So, why we validate? Because invalidation is isolating, people are misunderstood. They feel hurt, judged, and it leads to this emotional suppression and really the internalization of shame. Well, something must be wrong with me. I'm defective. I'm problematic. I'm the broken piece, this toxic shame. And that exacerbates mental health conditions. Invalidation is going to exacerbate mental health conditions like depression and anxiety, borderline personality disorder, suicidal ideation, self-harm. It's dehumanizing to say, don't feel what you feel. All I'm saying here is validate what people feel. That's it. Because it's so powerful. It's a cure. It's the opposite of this shaming, suppressive, dehumanizing culture that we live in. Just hold a little space. Like, it's okay to feel that. The other reasons we do this is it strengthens relationships. Like I was saying, like, validation is necessary to build safety and trust. You can just show you're trying to understand and you're here to share. You're here to be with someone. It's also crucial for emotional regulation. A lot of us get dysregulated and we leave our tolerance, our window of tolerance and further just invalidate like, what's wrong with me? Why am I feeling this? If we can just validate and say, I'm emotionally dysregulated, I'm overwhelmed, I'm in fight, flight, or freeze, that's the first step of getting regulated regulated. So validation is an important, crucial step in emotional regulation. When you realize you're being heard, when you're being listened to, when you're being understood, that is soothing. This is attachment 101. We respond to crying infants. They cry and ask for connection. We make eye contact. We soothe. We rock. And then we cut ourselves off once emotions get real big in adulthood. And we have to realize that through listening and validation, we're soothing and regulating emotion. And then, of course, validation strengthens our identity. When someone else understands you and you're like, okay, I'm not insane. I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. Like, I'm not broken. All these words are so stigmatizing, right? Like, we have so much fear of like, something's broken with me. Like, what's that even mean? But strengthening your identity through this validation, you get to know I matter. It's okay to be the way I am. I too have emotions. Wow, I'm not a robot. This is awesome. Okay. This is your validation lecture. There's therapy thoughts from me to you. Please, if you're loving the podcast, subscribe to it drop us a rating, share. I want to change this mental health game. And I want every single human, I want kids to hear this. I want teens to hear this. I want adults and partners. I want people all across the lifespan to learn how to validate because we need this so badly. This is one thing I wish every client of mine could have had in their early life. So many of us are unwinding our early childhood wounds and it comes from invalidation this toxic internalization of something's wrong with me. So now it's on your radar. Let's practice it together. Uh, thanks for tuning in fam. It's good to be back for season four. May you be well. Thanks for listening to the Therapy Thoughts podcast. But remember, this podcast is not therapy. This is for general informational purposes only. The information on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any condition, illness, or disease. This also isn't intended to be financial, legal, medical, or therapeutic advice. Make sure you're always working with your own personal, licensed mental health counselor. May you be well.